never stop walking. You never stop. You never stop walking. Even when I can feel it, you're walking. Even when I can see it, you're walking. You never stop. You never stop walking. You never stop. You never stop. Even when I can't, even when I can see it, you're walking. Hey! Even when I can feel it, you're walking. You never stop. You never stop walking. You never stop. You never stop. Even when I can see it. Even when I can feel it. Never stop walking. Yeah. Even when I can't see it, even when I can feel it, you never stop. You never stop walking. You never stop. Life in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. We make a miracle walk, promise keeper, light in the darkness, that is who you are. 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 Come on. That is who you are. Somebody call him a love name this morning. That is who you are. Oh, my name is my. That is who you are. Oh, my name is my. That is who you are. Diken Adimba. That is who you are. Oyem Jabamba. That is who you are. Okwere Kwame Kwang Okwere. That is who you are. Agune Chemba. That is who you are. The great I am that I am. The beginning and the ending. The first and the last. The one who was, the one who is, the one who is to come. There is no one like you, Jesus. That is who you are. 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 I just lift up those voice right now. Begin to bless him. Begin to just enjoy the presence. Enjoy the love of God this morning. He loves you so much. Jesus loves you so much. Jesus loves you so much. Enjoy the love of God this morning. Can we enjoy the love of God? Enjoy the love of Jesus. Enjoy the love of Jesus. What a beautiful name. What a beautiful name is. 
Enjoy the love of Jesus. Jesus came for you. He came so that you will be saved. He came so that you will be rescued. He died for you. Just appreciate the love of Jesus. Appreciate the love of Jesus. Appreciate the love of Jesus. Hey. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ. What a beautiful name. Nothing can stand again. What a beautiful name. The name. What a beautiful name. What a beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. What a beautiful name. What a beautiful name Nothing can stand against what a beautiful name. Just appreciate this. Appreciate this love. Appreciate this God that loves us so much. Appreciate the love of God. Can you just enjoy the love of God this morning? This love that came for you. This love. That is taking care of you. This love. That is making sure that you are not stranded. This love that has kept you alive. Appreciate the love. Appreciate the love of Jesus. 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 We bless your name Jesus. No one else beside you. You are beautiful beyond the scripture. Abba, Father, we glorify you. There is none like you. None compared to you. Heaven and earth will pass away. But your word is the same. We bless your name, God. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Lift up those voice and thank him this morning. Father, we give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Father, we want to thank you this morning because your presence is mighty in our midst. We want to thank you because you are so powerful in this place. You do mighty things in this place. Hallelujah. <laughs> you are awesome. 
Thank you because of your power. Thank you because of your, 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 your mighty presence in our midst. We ask that you take over the rooms, the vicinity of my listeners right now. Let your presence saturate their environment. We come against every force, every force that is not of God, every power that is not of God. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke you, Satan. And we cast you out of the presence of our listeners right now. 
every form of distraction that the enemy will want to bring in, Lord, we come against it. That as many that are listening will hear the word of God. They find answers. They find answers to every question they have in their heart. In the name of Jesus Christ. Today, the light of God has permeated through the word of God. To every room, to every phone, to every gadget. Wherever people are right now listening. The presence of God is there. Opening up their mind. Opening up their, 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 their attention. Bringing up their attention. Flooding their heart with the light of the word of God. That they begin to hear God expressly. And they begin to make the adjustment that they need to make in their life. That through the word of God, they are able to make the adjustment that is required. For them to get to the next level of their life. For them to get to the next level of their life. In the name of Jesus Christ. I declare that as everyone listening this morning. The plan of God for their life. The thing that is in the heart of God concerning them. Concerning their family. Concerning their children. Concerning their business. Concerning their career. Concerning their job. That plan of God is manifest. That plan of God is manifest. In the name of Jesus Christ. They see God. They see God. And their lives are changed. Their lives are transformed. Because of the hand of God upon them. Glory to your name, Father. Oh, we thank you, Jehovah. We thank you, ancient of days. Because you have done mighty things. We give you praise. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Hallelujah! Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Thank you everyone for joining us this morning. God bless you. How many of you are excited you are in God's presence? Amen. Our God is awesome. Our God is awesome. Alright. It's our month of receiving. Glory to God. Can I hear a shout of victory? If you know that this month is your month, let me hear you shout. Glory. It's your month. It's your month. Your month to receive everything that you have been asking God for all these years. Those unanswered prayers are getting answered this month. Can you hear me now? I said those prayers that are still in the waiting room are coming out to reality now. This month, you will translate the spiritual substances. You will translate all that has been given to you in the spirit realm into physical reality. I declare that this month, you will receive everything that God has promised you. The things that you have asked him in prayer, you receive them this month. You receive them this month. If you are one of the receivers, let me hear you make a joyful sound. Let me hear you make a joyful noise. If you are one of those that have received this month, let me hear you make a dance, make a dance, make a dance. Give Jesus a dance, give Jesus a dance offering. Shake your bodies, do something for God. Appreciate it because God has done it. God has done it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. It's a month of receiving. It's a month of receiving. And this morning, we're talking about the arts and the acts of receiving. The arts and the acts of receiving. What is receiving? 
Receiving is when you receive something. <laughs> when you get that thing in your hand, when that thing you are asking for finally comes to your hand, it, will say, it is said that what? You have received it. I declare that this morning some of you will begin to receive it here. In this service, before the end of this service, some of you right now, if you believe it, you will begin to receive the things that God has promised you. Hallelujah! Amen. You know, most of us don't have problem with giving. You know why? Because there have been a lot of messages about giving. How many of you have heard the messages about giving? <laughs> you know it's popular. The Bible says, in the book of Acts, chapter 20, verse 35, it says, it, it is more what? Blessed to give than what? Than to receive. So, the teaching of giving has gone out. Everybody understands it. It's good to give. In fact, you feel joyful when you give. You know, the, the feeling that you get when you give is amazing. It's a joyful feeling. Hallelujah. So, it is a blessing to give. But there is another aspect of give of, 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 of this whole circle that must be addressed. And it's not really addressed in the church sometimes. What is that aspect? That is the aspect of receiving. Let me tell you. If you have a warehouse, are you hearing me now? If you have a warehouse and you are the supplier of a particular product. So what are you doing? You are giving out that product. But you know that if you don't have if you don't have replenisher, what I mean, if you don't have a way that the product come back to you or come to you so that you can give out, you will do what? You will run out. <laughs> are you hearing me now? Do you understand the scenario? A, a wholesaler or a, a supplier who supply products, you have those products in your shelf. And that is why you are supplying them, right? Like, like they say, you cannot give what you don't uh, have. That means for you to give, you would have what? Received. Are you getting it now? So every giver is a receiver. Every giver is a receiver because... You cannot give what you have not received. It is from what you receive that you give. So, giving is an offshoot of receiving. Are you hearing me now? Can you hear me now? So, you have received abundance and then you give. The Bible said that God will bless you with abundance that you have more than enough and you will abound unto what? Charitable donation. Can you do charity if you don't have? <laughs> it comes from the place of abundance. It comes from the place of having. And then you give out. Praise God. So the art of receiving is something that we need to, you know, teach. It's something that we need to understand. Now, a lot of people pray. We all pray. And sometimes, it's like prayers are delayed. Can I, 
see, I'm, I'm just going to tell you something that would, that would probably disorganize some of the things you know before. But the truth is that everything you need has already been given. Are you hearing me now? Are you hearing me? Everything you need has already been given. You see, the art of receiving is something we must learn. That's how we translate spiritual substance to the physical and material reality. Now, so many believers pray and don't get results. And as such, they, they get frustrated. You know? And they, 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 you know, there will be some formulas, you know, maybe God doesn't want to answer me. Maybe it's not time for my prayer to be answered. You know, maybe I need to wait more. And all kinds of theories started coming. Start coming. When people don't receive when they ask, then there are f- f- theories that come out to explain the reason why they did not receive. But the truth is that there is a way to receive. Are you hearing me now? There is a way to receive. Have you followed that way to receive? Do you know how to receive? Because a lot of people pray, but they don't know how to receive. This morning, we're going to be talking about how to receive. How do I receive? I have prayed. I have fasted. I followed the principle of prayer. Okay? How do I receive? That is where a lot of people are lacking. How do I receive? Praise God. You know, God is not deaf. You know, I worry when I have to pray a, the same prayer over and over again for so many years. And I begin to ask myself, if you are like me, don't mind me. I am a very, very... When I, when I pray to God, I ask him some tough questions. <laughs> Praise God. So I ask, why is it this? I can, I, I'm tired of praying this same prayer every day. Something is not right. And I know it's the will of God for me. It's not like I'm praying amiss. Praise God. It's not like I am praying, you know, a prayer that is... The Bible said, you pray, you do not receive because what you pray to consume it of your loss. If your prayer is right, in line with the will of God, then you should receive. So if you're not receiving, something is missing. There's something you're not doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, is, God the, is, is it God's fault that we're not receiving? Is God partial? Is it that God likes some people and he hates some people? So why is it that some people are getting this blessing? Some people pray and they get result. Others pray and no result. Why? Oh, maybe those people have a higher relationship with God and God loved them so much that he answers all their prayers, and then these other people, God doesn't love them that much, so he doesn't answer their prayers. Now, I'm not talking about an unbeliever and believer thing. I'm talking about believers who, who pray, and yet they don't receive. And another believer prays and receives. The question is, what is this believer that is praying and receiving? What is he getting right? And this other person that is praying and not receiving, what are they, what are they getting wrong? It is not about God. And I'm going to show you this morning. 
that it is the, 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 the problem is not with God. The problem is with us. God has set principles. God has set, you know, things running. Just like we talk about the law of gravity. The law of metaphysics. Where when you throw up something, it will surely what? Come down. Those are laws that God has put in place. There is a law of receiving. Are you hearing me now? There is a law of receiving. And people are not getting it. This morning, we need to get it. So that we can start receiving answers to our prayers. So that our prayers are no more in the cooler. We can start getting results. We can start getting, you know, you know, ways with our prayers. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, it is not the fault of God that you are not receiving. And I'm going to show you that this morning. God doesn't love one and hate the other. It is because you don't know how to receive. Now, let me show you. Let us open to 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5. I searched all over. Couldn't find nobody. I looked high and low. Still can't find nobody. Yeah. Nobody great. Nobody great. Nobody greater than you. Hallelujah. John chapter 1 John chapter 5 verse 14. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him. Hallelujah. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, Whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we asked of him. Are you hearing this now? Can you see that? He said, this is what the confidence we have in him. That if we ask anything according to what? His will. He hears us. So, if you ask according to his will. Now, what is his will? His will is the scriptures. For instance, you cannot ask God to go and kill somebody. That is not the will of God. You cannot ask God to go and kill your enemy. That is not the will of God. Because the Bible says that I desire that all men be saved. The will of the Father is for sinners to come to Christ. So, if you are praying that a sinner should die, you are outside the will of God. Are, are you getting this morning? 
So, is God obligated to answer that prayer? No. It's not his will. You may end up using witchcraft to kill that person. But that's not God. Because the desire of God is that man will come to repentance. Hallelujah. That is God. That is God. That is the will of God. I know there are, there are exceptionals. There are exceptional cases. But it's in the prerogative of God, not ours. Are you hearing me? He said, if you ask anything according to his will, he hears you. That means, what it means is that once that thing is in line with the word of God, once that thing is in line with what God has said in his word concerning you, it is expressed. So the first principle of prayer is what? Asking according to what? His will. Now, if you meet that principle of asking to his will, your prayer is automatic. <laughs> Are you getting that now? Your prayer is what? Automatic. Please, can you off, off, let me off this one. Amen. Hallelujah. Your prayer is what? It's automatic. It's automatic. If we ask according to the will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears, now look at it now. He said, so if you know that when you pray, immediately you pray, God hears you. Whatever we ask, we know that we have, we have the petition that we have asked of him already. So if you know, if you know that you are praying according to the will of God and that he hears you when you pray, which is what his word said. He said then, what, we, what do we do? What should be our attitude? We believe that what we have received what we have asked. Mark my sentences. I'm using past tense. We believe that we have what? Received. Received what we have asked of him. That is the key. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is not partial. If you meet the, the requirement, what is the requirement? The principle, what is the principle? The will of God. You pray according to his will, he hears you expressly. So if you have prayed according to the will of God and you don't have a result, then something is missing. And that thing is, you don't know how to receive. And we're going to show you that this morning. Now, what I want to establish to you this morning is that God hears your prayer. When you pray according to his will, he hears your prayer. Expressly. Hallelujah. He hears your prayer. Praise God. So, Psalms 66. Psalm 66. Verse 19. But certainly, 
God has heard me. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Certainly, God has heard me. God hears immediately. Now, I'm going to also tell you something that will shock you today. First Peter chapter 3. I want to just read this scripture so that we establish the fact that God hears our prayer. So you cannot say that, you know, some people will say, does God still answer prayer? <laughs> you know, maybe they have prayed and prayed and prayed. It's not working. Does God still answer prayer? That's the question I hear. Some people ask. But the question is, I'm asking you, is your prayer according to his will? He said, yes, I'm praying for healing. And healing is in his will. I'm praying for prosperity. Prosperity is, is in his will. I'm praying. That's very good. Very good. So, God hears you. That is the establishment we want to make this morning. God hears you. Then if you're not getting a result, then you need to learn how to receive. Praise God. Now, First Peter chapter 3, verse 12. First Peter chapter 3, verse 12. Are you there now? He said, for the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. The eyes of the Lord is what? On the righteous. His ears are what? Open to their prayers. That means you have an express, express attention of heaven. Your righteousness is the gift of God. So it's not, we're not talking about a religion now. We're talking about the righteousness that is of God. As a child of God, the ear of God is open straight to your prayers. Now, if your prayers are not answered, if you're not getting results, if you're not seeing material, material reality of what you're asking, then there is something that is not right. There's something you need to learn. There's something you're not doing right that you need to get. The problem is not with God. That's what I'm trying to establish this morning. The problem is not with God. God has answered your prayers. God has answered your prayers. Let's read again, Act of the Apostles, chapter 10. God has answered your prayers. Chapter 10, verse 4. He said, and, and when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is this, Lord? So he said to him, Your prayers and your arms have come up for a memorial before God. Your prayer and what? Your arms have come up for a memorial before God. That means when you pray, your prayer goes up to God. So, but why are you not getting the result? Now, let me tell you how this works. Let me tell you how this works. You are not getting results because you don't know how to receive. You are not getting the result you want because you don't know how to receive. And that is what we're going to talk about this morning. Getting result is not just about asking. It is how you ask and what you do after you ask. Now, we said it in the first place that you must ask according to what? His will. And we say, what is his will? His will is the word of God. His will is what he has planned for you. Written in the scriptures. So your, your, the Bible said they that worship God must worship what? In spirit and in truth. Truth is the truth of the word of God. 
The spirit is that you are a child of God and you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. The Holy Ghost is, has sealed you. Now, because the Holy Ghost has sealed you, you have the spirit of God. So, if you want to worship God, you must worship him through the spirit of Jesus Christ that is already living inside of you. And then, according to the word of God, which is the truth. Hallelujah. According to the word of God, which is the truth. Praise God. Praise God. James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Thank you, Jesus. James chapter 1. Verse, verse 5 and 6. James chapter 1, verse 5 and 6. He said, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who give to all liberally, without reproach, and it will be given to them. So, God gives what? Without discrimination. Other, other translations say, God gives without what? Discrimination. God gives without partiality. So, there are no preferences. Are you hearing me now? If anybody have told you that their prayers are the ones that are answered and your prayer is not answered, they are lying to you. There are no elder brothers and younger brothers or special children of God. I've heard some people say that they are special. Listen to me. God loves everyone, every of his child the same. Now, there are people who by use, who by use, have been able to understand, have aligned themselves with the way God works, with the principle of the kingdom, and they are getting more results. But it is not true that you are less than they are. Are you hearing me now? Every one of us are the same in the sight of God. We are washed by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus did not pay for people low and some people high. No, it is the same amount that saved everybody. Are you hearing me? It's the same cost that Jesus paid for every child of God. So every child of God have the same right, the same ability, the same resources. The difference is use. The difference is knowledge. The difference is information. The Bible says my people perish for what? For lack of knowledge. The difference is knowledge. The difference is information. If you have the same information that these people have and you use it the same way they use, you will get the same results. God has no preferences. If anybody have told you that God prefers one to another, it's a lie. So if somebody's prayer is getting answered and your own prayer is not getting answered, it's not because God loves that person more than he loves you. It's because there is something you are not getting right that these people are getting right and that's what you need to learn. Am I, am I, am I making a, a, a sense this morning? That's what you need to learn. That's what you need to learn. Glory to God. And that's what we're learning this morning. Hallelujah. How do I receive? John, uh, James, James said, he said, God gives liberally to everyone without any discrimination. And now look at verse 6. Look at verse 6. Okay. Uh, I didn't finish verse 5. He said, for, uh, hold on, hold on. 
Yes. He said, but let him ask in faith, not doubting. For he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. Verse 7 now. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. Verse 8. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Double-minded man. The Bible says, if your eyes be single, if your eyes be single, your body will be full of lights. Singleness means focus. Singleness means without wavering, without doubt. The real problem why people are not receiving is doubt. The real problem why people are not receiving is they are double-minded. You are prayed, oh, but your action, your attitude, what you do after you have prayed contradicts your prayer. The move you make after your prayer contradicts your prayer. How can you get results? Listen, what I'm telling you, I'm not just telling you things, I'm telling you things that I, have, I struggled with for so many years and God helped me to overcome. The act of being able to believe God that what I have prayed have, have received it. It is the greatest principle to the answer of prayers. As far as you have prayed and you still entertain doubt concerning the matter you have prayed, you will not get any result. You are sabotaging yourself in the realm of the spirit. The only way to transmit spiritual answers because the Bible said that all we need for life has already what? Has already been given. Now let me even shock you. Let me shock you. That there is nothing you are asking for right now that is being created right now. It's already created. I don't know if you get my point now. That prayer you are praying is already available in the realm of the spirit. The only thing you are doing through prayer is to align yourself to tune into the wave <laughs> you see when I got this thing everything changed my perception about life changed my perception about prayer changed I no more struggle in prayer prayer is supposed to be a communication prayer is supposed to be easy prayer is not struggle prayer is not it's not battle like, the, like people look at it prayer is supposed to be a free flow communication between you and your maker and let me talk you that everything you will ask for, even the one you will ask for tomorrow, it's not like when you ask God, start creating it. If anybody tells you that, they are not being scriptural. Everything you need has already what? Been given. That's what the Bible says. It says all you need for life and godliness has already what? Has been given. All you need for life and godliness has been given. So what do you do? All you are doing is aligning yourself. When you pray, you are aligning yourself. You are putting yourself in that wave that is already available. Now, I gave us an example the last time of radio station. I said that the way we are right now, TV station wave, radio station waves are all what? Are all passing over our head. They are everywhere. That is the same way. Your answers have already been given. Your answers are already here. They are already on the earth. Someone is holding that your building. 
Someone is holding that your marriage, that your husband. Someone is holding that your career. That money you need is in the hand of somebody on the earth. Are you hearing me? It's in the hand. It's already on the earth. It is not going to be made in heaven and brought down. <laughs> oh God. I don't know if somebody is getting me now. It is not going to be created in heaven and brought down. Jesus made, the Bible said that God created everything and he said it was good. Eh? And he blessed it and he went into rest. God is resting now. God is not creating any new thing for you. It is already on the earth. Now what you need to do is to align yourself to the principles that produce those things. Align yourself to the principles that bring down those things on the earth. The principle that translate those things from the realm of the spirit to the realm of the physical reality. That is your job. That is your job. Your job is how do I translate my spiritual reality to physical reality? Because everything you need has been released in the realm of the spirit already. Is there? Are you hearing me now? Is there? The job, the job we have here on earth is to translate it from the spirit to the physical. Is to translate it from the realm of the unseen to the realm of the seen. Now, how do you move it from the realm where you cannot see the answer? That the answer has already been given, but you cannot see it physically. How do you bring it to the place where you cannot see it physically? You know, I used to give this example. That was so many years ago, it just came to my mind now. You know, when God revealed these things to me, it's like, and that is what faith is. It's like when you pray, you ask God for something, maybe a bucket of water. And in the realm of the spirit, God has given you the bucket of water. You have that bucket of water with you. But nobody can see it. Nobody can see it. You know, but as you begin to take the step of faith, as you begin to walk with God and align yourself to the principles that produce those things, what will happen? The bucket of water will begin to appear. It will begin to appear. It will begin to appear and everyone begin to see it. Suddenly, everybody begin to see it. That is how it works. So how do we move things from the spirit realm to the physical realm? How do we move things from the unseen realm to the seen realm? That is the principle of receiving. Because your prayers has already been answered. But the problem is that you don't know how to translate it. You don't know how to receive it. Hallelujah. It's just like somebody who writes you a letter from the U.S. And he said, look, I have written this letter. And you have an email. It has been sent to your email. But if you don't have an internet, can you receive it? <laughs> you will call the person and say, what is going on? He said, but I have sent your, your letter. I have sent your letter. He said, but I, can, I have not seen it. He said, no, I have sent it. So what do you need to do to see it? You need to recharge your data. <laughs> you need to get the internet. You need to go online. And what will happen? And the letter will just what? Drop. Ba -ba -ba -ba. So, what we need right now is to get the internet that will transmit our letters. Alright? 
from the sky. Now, this letter that I've been sent, you know, technology is mimicking the realm of the spirit. I'm telling you, the people that invented this technology are spiritual people. Because what they are doing is like mimicking the realm of the spirit. If you understand, I'm telling you, okay, how does this email, these emails are everywhere, they, they are in the air. Can you see them? <laughs> how can somebody write something from US and you are getting it here? It's in the air. It's in the realm of the spirits. So your answers have been given. God has already written your answers and has sent to you. It is in the realm of the spirit. Just the same way your letter is in the realm, is in the cloud. But the moment you recharge your data, log into your email, what happens? It drops. Now, what you need to do is log into your email now. That's what you need to learn. So, how do I log into my email? You have prayed. Your prayers have been answered. How do I get it into physical reality? That's what we're talking about this morning. Praise God. Praise God. Now, let's go to Mark chapter 11. This is one of the scriptures, you know, that, that, that explains it very well. Very, very well. Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Are you there with me this morning? Mark chapter 11, verse 24. Therefore, I say to you, whatever thing you ask when you pray, hear me? He said, whatever thing you ask when you pray. Hmm? Look at what it says now. Whatever thing you ask when you pray, he said, believe that you receive them. Now, believe that you have already, some translations say, believe that you have what? Already received them in pastors. And you will see them. <laughs> believe that you have already received it and you will see it. Whatever thing you ask when you pray, that means prayer is important. Prayer is very, very key. Now you pray and you ask that thing. The next thing, you know, that's where a lot of people stop there. A lot of people stop at the point of just praying. But you see, you need to go beyond just praying and fasting. You need to not come to the point when you believe. The point when you believe that it's already yours. The point when you know that you already have it. At that point, it cannot just be denied you. At that point, it will just show up. This is the magic of prayer. It is not in the request. The magic of prayer, the genius of prayer, is not in the request. The genius of prayer is in the believing that you have it already. The power of prayer is the believing that you already have possession of that thing that you ask. That is how to receive. So next time when you pray, don't just stand up and say, I have prayed. It's time to enter into the reality of the things you have asked. Is somebody listening to me this morning? Oh, God. Believing that you already have what you asked for is the genius of prayer. To come to that point of certainty, that point of feeling, that point of knowing, that point 
where you have the emotions you enter into the emotional feeling of what you have asked for that you come to that point where you you know of a certainty that what you have asked for is already in your hands the answer will be released to you. Are you hearing me now? Now, there is a language of prayer. There is a language the spiritual realm understands. There is a language the spiritual realm understands. It's not the language of words. Hear me. Hear me very clearly. What I'm teaching you today is very, very important. See, what I'm teaching you today is something I've been practicing and I've seen the results. I'm still practicing. I'm not perfect yet. But I'm sharing it with you so that you will join me and practice it because the result is massive. Are you hearing me now? Now, when I pray according to the word of God, I believe that the prayers I prayed have already been answered. And look, let me tell you the language. There's a language in the realm of the spirit that releases answer. That language is not the language of words. I'm going to share with you. It's not even speaking in tongues. I'm going to share with you. That language is not words. It is the language of a deep feeling in our hearts. It is the point where we know for a certainty that we already have what we are asking for. Once you get into that point, your answers manifest. There is a language the realm of the spirit understands beyond words. So, you know, you can say words. You can speak language. You can learn how to pray and pray. You pray things. You say things. I need this. I need that. The realm of the spirit does not recognize that one. They hear you, but they are waiting for a point. They are waiting for you to get to that point. When in your emotions... And in your feeling, you already have a possession of the thing. They are waiting for you to get to that point in the realm of your feelings and your emotions that the tangibility of the things you ask for is already before you. If you get to that point, the things will manifest. If you get to that point, the things will show up in your, in your environment. I'm telling you these things. If you can learn it, you will see a drastic change in your prayers. That is the art of receiving. It is a deep feeling. An emotion, you know it. You know, I'm sure right now some of you are beginning to ask yourself, how this prayer, the prayers you've been praying, you've not been practicing this thing. But this is the word of God. This is the word of God. He said, if you pray, and you believe that you already have it. What you pray will manifest. It's the word of God. So you need to start practicing it. Are you hearing me this morning? You need to start practicing it. Now I'm going to teach you how to practice that this morning. Praise God. Praise God. Now once you get into that point, your answers manifest. Get the feeling from the result of what you are asking for. Enter into the reality of your prayers. 
see it. Feel it. Now, this is how to do it now. You see that thing. You feel that thing. You enjoy the experience of it, of its existence. As if it has already happened. Like you already have it in your hands. And it will be released to you. <laughs> Did you get this thing? So, take for instance. Let me give you a typical example. Somebody is asking God for a husband. Or a wife. Because you know when you, say, when you keep saying husband, it's, it's, it does not look like it's only ladies that are asking. Men too are asking for wives. Now let me use a man. So that the ladies will not think I am biased. A man is asking for a wife. And he's praying, God, Lord, I want a good woman. I want a woman that will, you know, help me with my vision and the things that God has put in my heart. Now, as this man began to pray, he will pray to the point that he should now understand that he already have it. He should get to that point when he's not asking anymore. He's now rejoicing in the possession of that thing. He can see the woman. Are you hearing me now? He can see the future. He will just stand here and begin to see the future through with his imagination. Let me tell you, you know, you cannot pray, you cannot remove your mind from prayer. Prayer is with the mind. The Bible says, with my mind. <laughs> with my mind. Prayer is with the mind. So you need to begin to create the existence of that wife you, you desire. Who she is according to the word of God. According to what God has planned for you. Begin to envision it. In fact, enjoy her presence. Feel her presence. See the two of you together doing that thing that is so much important to you in your heart. Now, as you begin to create that feeling, that emotions concerning what you have prayed for, The Holy Ghost, the realm of the Spirit, begin to navigate that person towards you. I'm telling you, this is how it works. Are you hearing me now? Now, is this clear? Do you understand it now? So, it goes beyond just praying. I prayed for my wife. I prayed for a husband. I prayed for prosperity. Now, take for instance... Now let me tell you a story. Let me tell okay before before I tell you the story. Before I tell you the story, let's read Matthew chapter 21 verse 21. And then I will share my story with you. Matthew 21 verse 21. Matthew 21 verse 21. So Jesus answered and said to them, As surely I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt. You will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but also 
If you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it will be done. And whatever thing you ask in prayer, believing, you have received it and it will be done. Believing you have received it, that's the key. That point when you believe that I already have it. And not just, we're not talking about just saying it. We're talking about entering into the feeling. Entering into the possession of it. Okay, let me share my story now. The present car I am driving, before now, I was driving a Toyota 20... 1999 tiny lights. How many of you know? Toyota Camry, tiny lights. 1999 model. That's the car I was driving. And that car was giving me serious wahala. Most times, the uh, I, I will go and check the radiator. Tomorrow is the tire. Next tomorrow is the brake. The next day, I was basically working for the car. And I started praying. I said, God, deliver me from this car. And because I have a family, I need a car. I said, God, please deliver me. This is, this is a devourer. <laughs> this is the promise of God for me. Deliver me from this car. And then when I began to pray that prayer, we now had a program in Covenant Christian Center. I can remember in Igomo. We had a program. It was this guy. Um, What's this guy that, that this midnight crew? Midnight crew guy. Uh, what's his name? The midnight crew, the guy, uh, that guy, I've forgotten his name. If I remember his name, I'll, I'll, I'll share. You know? That, that guy that always used to sing, he say, Oh, yeah, your car now, enter your car now. Enter your car. I've got this guy that is very lively guy. The guy, the main guy in the Midnight Crew uh, uh, team. You know, his name just keep coming and, and, and going up. The guy, the guy that said, okay, everybody, oh, enter that your car now. Now, I've been praying for this car. I already know the kind of car I wanted. I wanted a Jeep. I wanted a Toyota. You know, a Toyota um, Highlander or Prado. These were the two cars in my mind. Highlander or Prado Jeep. Those were the two cars I wanted. You know, I've even gone and uh, uh, printed out the the picture of the cars and pasted it in my room. So that day, when the meeting, you know, Abdul, something Abdul, uh, Mike Abdul, yes, that's the name, yes, Mike Abdul. So the, the Mike Abdul guy came and said, "Okay, now enter that car now, enter that car, okay." Have you entered? People were laughing and all that. Oh boy. I entered into the spirit of that thing. Now I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. That's where, that's, see, I entered into, I, I was lost there. People were there laughing and then, I was, I entered into it. Starting with my, with my feelings, I entered. They saw I started the car now. I started it with my emotion. I started it. I can see myself starting the car. I started it. They saw you, oh, yeah, warm the car, warm your car. I warmed it. Beep, 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 beep. So, yeah, drive it now, drive it now. I moved it. In my spirit, as in, it was everything. My emotions, my body, everything. Hallelujah. 
everything was in it. Hallelujah. And I immediately I did that thing. Deep inside me, I felt like I already have that car. And after that day, I stopped asking for the car. I started thanking God for the car. I came home and I told my children. I said, Daddy has a new car now. My daughter, Kayla, she started broadcasting it. Oh, Daddy, where is that your car? So as we are driving along the road, I will be showing her, this is the car. This is Daddy's car. This is Daddy's new car. And you know what my daughter was doing? When she said, she said, Daddy, come and see your car. Oh. Let us go and enter your car. This one is not your car anymore. <laughs> Let us go and enter your new car. At a point, I had to tell her, calm down, calm down. You are taking this thing too far. <laughs> because she will see, she will see other people driving the, the car and she will say, Daddy, look at your car, look at your car. Let's go and take it. He said, well, Daddy, why is another person driving your car now? Why is another person driving your car? Let's go and take your car. Hallelujah. We entered into the reality. We entered into the feeling. I entered into the emotions of that car. And you know what happened? One of my clients just called me. And he said, David, this is your car. Because sometimes he will call me and say, sir, I'm really sorry. My car disappointed me on the road. I want to park it. I want to push it somewhere so that I can, I can enter, you know, transport and start coming to you. So one of the days I got to him, he was like, oh, David, David, David. You are a financial director. This is your car. It's not befitting. We have to do something about this your car. I said, please, sir, we need to do something. <laughs> Let's go. And I said, okay. Go and get a car you like. And let me know. I said, ha. So I came back to him. I said, eh, maybe Toyota Highlander. Like 201, 202 or something. Toyota Highlander. And he now looked at me. He said, look. He said, because we went for a meeting. It's a managerial meeting. And there were a lot of big boys in that meeting. And he, he looked at me and he said, do you think all these guys here drive that kind of car? And this was, this was 2005. 2015, rather. He said, why not a 2015 model car? Why are you going back to 201 and 202? What is wrong with you? I said, hey. I said, sir, that one. <laughs> that one. <laughs> That one can 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 we afford it? <laughs> he said, David, can you stop this thing you are doing? You need to come up. I say, Yes, I'm coming up. I'm, I'm coming up. <laughs> I'm coming up. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. And he told me, he said, go and get the 2000 and at least from 2015, uh, sorry, from 2012 upward. That's the kind of car you should be driving now. You cannot go into between your you I would be driving 2002 car. This 2012 upward, that's the kind of car you should think about. I didn't even take it serious. I was just saying, this man, I don't know. This man wants to put me in question. Look, you see, that's the problem. I pray though. But I'm still having doubt. That's the problem. I said, this man wants to put me in, in trouble. How can he ask me how much? How... And one day he called me. He said, David, have you found the car? I said, not yet, sir. He said, look, look, if you don't get that car within one week, 
I will use the money for another project. Ah! I said, oh, you didn't tell me. <laughs> you didn't tell Ah! Tomorrow, the guy is coming. I, I went everywhere in Lagos looking for the car. And finally, as God will have it, I got a 2014. 2014 Toyota, Toyota Highlander. And I called him. When they came, I called him. I said, okay, they are here. He said, bring, bring the car to my house. We came, we got to his house. He looked at it. He drove it. I said, ah, oh, this car is fine. He said, David, do you like it? I said, yes. He turned to the guy that was selling it. He said, how much? The guy told him. He said, okay. He said, oh, give me your account number. And he wired the account number. And he paid for the car. And then he now called me aside. He said, it's not free. <laughs> he said, I'm just, I buy it to change your life. But we'll plan on how you are going to pay me back. <laughs> Praise God. You know, businessman. <laughs> he said, I will plan on how you. I know the funny thing, but beyond that, he actually gave me a job that was paying for that car. Until I think I paid just about maybe like less than half of the price. And he wrote off the other one. Now, what I'm telling you is that when you pray, believe that you have received it. Let the feeling and the emotion of receiving, of having that in your hand, be envelop you. Let it take over you and then you will see it manifest. That's my story. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! The moment you get into that point, where you enjoy the emotion and the feeling of what you have asked for. That is like tuning into the wave that is already available. Like we talked about the radio wave, the TV wave that is already available. That is like tuning into it. That's like buying internet and owning your data for your email to come in. That's exactly what it is like. Hallelujah. The problem is your emotions and your feeling. When you channel them to negativity, you cannot receive anything. The problem is your emotions and your feeling is still feeling the absence of that thing. You are still complaining about that thing you don't have. You are still feeling bad about that situation. You are still feeling inadequate. You are still feeling worried about it. The, if you continue to feel that way, you cannot get it. And you see, that's the funny thing about the prayer we pray today. People pray and yet they are feeling bad. People pray. After prayer, they come out they are complaining. You see people go for prayer meeting and they come out. Oh, this is Nigeria. Ah, things have gone bad. Ah, things have finished. In fact, we are finished in this country. Ah, when are they going to die? The more you say that you are, you are what? You are creating those things. You, you're, you have just destroyed every of your prayer meeting. Your prayer meeting was useless. Are you hearing me this morning? Your prayer meeting was useless. Because after you have prayed, you, by your own words and your feeling and your emotions, you have destroyed your prayer. You have contradicted the word of God that says when you pray, believe that you already have it. The word of God says when you pray, after you pray, you should do what? Believe that you already have it. You already have it in your hand. Now, when you have it in your hand, do you still complain about it? When you have it in your hand, do you still worry about it? That's why the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. He said, by prayer and supplication, make what? Your request known unto God. I said, let the peace of God that passes on understanding encompass you. Now, when after you have prayed, how does peace come? 
when your emotions and your feeling have aligned that you have received those things. Immediately your emotion and your feeling get into that point that you have received those things. What happens? There is peace. There is peace. Hallelujah. There is peace. You are sabotaging yourself if after you have prayed, you let your emotion go into the negative. Change your emotions. Change your feeling to the direction of having the possession of what you have asked for. God is not creating anything new. It is already done in Christ. It is finished. We are just aligning ourselves to what has already been done. That's what prayer does. Prayer aligns you to what is already available. Are you hearing me now? It's already available. God is not creating a new one. It's already there. It's already, the Bible said it is done. It is finished. Jesus said it's what? It is a finish. It is done. You align. Align yourself. Align yourself. It's already done. Tune into the way. The feeling of love. The love of Jesus Christ. Jesus wants the best for you. And he has already made all the provision. His dying on the cross gave you access. Jesus' death on the cross gave you full access to everything you need. And that's why he said all that we need for life and godliness has what? Has been made available. They have been provided. Your complaint, your feeling of, 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 of inadequacy, your, your feeling of bad destiny is actually the sabotager. Is the demon that is destroying your prayer. When you have prayed, see that you have already received it. That point of seeing that you have already received it, that is how to receive. That is the act of receiving. You come to that point when you know you already have it. You, you are not going back to prayer and you are crying again. You are not going back to prayer and you are, and you are, ask, and you are asking again. No. You go back to prayer, you are rejoicing in the possession of the things that you have asked for. You are celebrating because what you have asked for, you already have it. You will enjoy the presence of what you have asked for. And a short while, it will manifest. It will manifest. Praise God. Praise God. It will manifest. It will manifest. Next week, we're going to be talking about intentional language. We're going to learn the language of the Spirit. The language of the Spirit is not words. The language of the Spirit is feeling. Have you not noticed that you can cram certain words and you say those certain words and they don't make power? Have you not seen people that say, in the name of Jesus, come out! And nothing happens. And some other person says the same word. In the name of Jesus, come out and something happened. What is the difference? It's the feeling and the emotions that is attached to the words that is being spoken. The feeling and the emotion that is in the words that is being spoken. The fact that this person understands. That's why, look at, look at when Jesus prayed. What did he say? He said, Father, I know that you have already heard me. I'm only making this prayer for these people so that they will believe. Is that not what the word of God says? 
when Jesus was going to raise Lazarus, that's what he said. He said, I've, I've already prayed so that this movie will be, I know that you already had it. Jesus started with giving thanks for what is already his, for what he already has. It's time you change your position when you pray. After you pray, hallelujah, after you are done with prayer, you rejoice. You rejoice with joy unspeakable, full of glory. Because you already have the possession of the things you are asking for. You already have the you are, you are already in the possession of the things you are believing God for. It's no longer asking or, be, or or will it happen or will it not happen? No. And that is why, first of all, your asking should be according to the will. So you need to first of all you need to know what the will of God says. What is the will of God says? What is in the will? What is written concerning me? The title did you need to get the word of God. Get what the word of God has said about you. And when you pray the word of God, it is done. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says God hears you expressly. Your voice goes to heaven straight up. Heaven gets it. And if heaven gets it, be rest assured that it is done. Be rest assured that you already have it. Hallelujah. You already have it. So what do you do? You stand up rejoicing. You start to, you know, bask in the emotions and the feeling of already possessing that thing. You stop complaining about it. You stop talking to people about it. You start rejoicing about it. You start celebrating about it. You know what happens is that most times some of us start practicing this thing and then things happen in the environment then we'll go back and start all over. But you see, please keep practicing it until you master it. Let me tell you, the difference between people who do exploit and people who don't is this thing. If you know how to master it, master the feeling and the emotions of having in possession of the things you have asked for, you will see manifestations you will see miracles happening in your life on a daily basis. The reason why people are not seeing miracles in their life on a daily basis is because they don't believe what they have asked for. They still have doubts. They are still looking at how will it be. Just like Mary asked about what the Holy Ghost told him. The Holy Ghost said the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, will overshadow you. It is by the Spirit, it is not by you. These things happen in the realm of the spirit. So what you need to do is to align yourself, not to ask how. Align yourself. Stop asking how. Stop asking how. Stop looking at the things you don't have. Stop looking at the lacks you have. When you look at the lack you have, it brings negative emotions. It brings negative emotions around you. Because it's when you look around you and look at the things you don't have, that's when you start complaining. That's when you start being anxious. That's when you start being, getting worried. But when you look at what God has given you already, that you have already made your supplications and your requests known to God, and that everything you need has been supplied, then the peace of God that passes all understanding will encompass you. And when you walk, you're not complaining because you know that everything you need has already been supplied. Can we be on our feet this morning as we begin to thank God for the wisdom of God that has come upon us this morning? Open your mouth. Begin to thank God for his wisdom. Begin to thank God for his wisdom that he has supplied. Thank him for his wisdom that he has supplied by his spirit. 
Open your mouth. Bless him. Bless him. Bless him right now. Wherever you are, bless him. Now I know how to receive. Begin to appreciate God because he has taught us. He has opened our mind to these things. And you know the Bible said it's not the hearers that get blessed, it's the doers. You have heard it today. Are you going to practice it? The moment you start practicing it, then you begin to see the power in it. The moment you start putting it to work, you begin to see the power in it. So I, I charge you this morning, make up your mind. I'm not going to worry about the things I prayed about again. I'm going to believe God. I'm going to get into the emotion of the things in my hand. Create it. Now, you see, beyond just having the emotion, anything that will make you, that will bring that emotion, if it's picture of that thing you need to bring in your home, if it's anything you need to do, that will bring that emotions and the feeling of having those things, create it around you. And you will see that thing manifest. Appreciate him this morning. Father, we give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Father, Lord, we thank you this morning because your word that has come is powerful. The Bible says it's sharper than two-edged sword. And it's, it goes forth, it will not come back void. Father, we thank you because the power of your word has changed us. The power of your word has transformed us. The power of your word has given us an insight into the principle of the earth and how we are supposed to live our life here on earth. We give you praise, Lord, because our prayers are answered. According to your word, you said when we pray, this is the confidence we have, that whenever we ask anything in your name, you hear us. And we thank you because, because we ask in your will. We declare that everyone listening to me, that God, you will open their eyes to your will. They would understand what you want. They would understand what you want them to do. And when they do, when they ask according to your will, Lord, they would also believe that the things that they have asked is already theirs. And Lord, you would translate it into their life. You would transmit it into their physical reality. In the name of Jesus. Today I declare that everything you have asked God has manifested in your life. Everything you have believed God for is evident in your hand in the realm of the spirit but now they have come to physical reality they are in the realm of the spirit today we bring them down to physical reality you hold them with your hands and you enjoy the benefit of it father we thank you for answered prayers and we give you all the praise in the name of jesus christ amen god bless you hallelujah